everybody, this is Diane. And this is Kate. And welcome to Artwise. Alright, so today we are going to be doing another Hot Art Tips Part 2 Art Careers Edition. <laughs> Let's go. I yeah. I don't have much experience with with um like art in the field. I have done commissions and I have worked at an art gallery, but that's that's just about all I've done. So I don't that know counts. how much of a help I'll be, but yeah, Kate will definitely give you all you need to know <laughs> for this. Oh my gosh. I don't have like this big fancy career. I know like everyone uh- acts like I do. And I do have <laughs> a real job like in the field, but I I don't know. I just be I just be working and like I just feel grateful and lucky <laughs> to be able to do art full time as my job, regardless of what it is. Um, but this hopefully should be helpful for anybody who wants to join the field, um, regardless of uh, what kind. It's just kind of general advice for if you're looking to do this to make money. Um, these are some tips and I'm gonna just include um, you know stuff for artists um, you know like Shai who we had on the podcast previously who just you know does Etsy and and stuff like that and also artists Mm -hmm. like me who you know work at a company full-time office type job doing you know commercial work Um, but yeah I figured it was important because most people who want to pursue art um, need to, you know, make money to have, you know, food, water, shelter, all that essential stuff. Yeah. So <laughs> I thought it would be, you know, good to, to do that because yeah. um, most of our audience, let me double check to see if it's changed our analytics. We haven't talked about our analytics like publicly on the podcast yet. Ooh, we're about to hit 700 listens. Dang, um, that's great. Yeah, awesome. Um, but our audience, um, eight or 80, 60% of you are 18 to 22 years old. So that means that most of you are at the age where, you know, you're, you're about to enter into the workforce or probably in the, in the workforce, just not, you know, in a career at a job, but that, you know, around that age. So I figured, you know, Let's make an episode on it. Why not? And, you know, if you already have an art career, you can sit in and just nod and be like, yeah, that's good advice. Um. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. And I think, yeah, this is that's definitely very applicable to our audience. And, yeah, we're young people. We get it. Um, yeah, definitely. So, yeah, that's a good topic to, to do. Yeah. People think it's hard. People think it's hard. Everybody thinks like, oh, starving artist har har <laughs> you're yeah. gonna literally die if you choose this career path it doesn't have to be like that mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be you just there are just some some things you gotta do and a lot of work you gotta put in in order to get there but it really doesn't have to be like that um yeah. so without further ado um the first thing i want to talk about which i think we have talked about a little bit in the past but this is one of the the most important things in my opinion is just to surround yourself with other artists um it's not only is it good for like networking and making friends but like they'll they'll help motivate you to do better to create more Um, A lot of the times uh, they will give you honest critiques and can help you like improve too. Um, Mm -hmm. If you ask for it, I know I have some friends who are like, uh, don't critique my work. You're very mean. And I am like, yes, (laughs) I'm very honest. um, So I will not be doing that for you. (laughs) But, but if you're open to like actual critiques and like constructive criticism uh if you get art friends uh most of them will definitely have no problem doing that for you um which can be super helpful and they'll also help you find work as well I know I've helped a lot of of my friends find jobs just because like for example when I was leaving my last job I helped um one of my friend's sisters get my old job so you know it's just it's good for 
yeah of many things it's just helpful it's always good to have mm-hmm. friends obviously but yeah it's important and it um yeah. they they yeah. definitely help also just in the sense of of networking i, I feel like um and i think yes. networking is something that's really big um that's a kind of a big deal you know it's good to be sociable um it's good to know a lot of people it's good to know a lot of people well too um and that yeah yes. that can definitely help you get get work where you need it <laughs> Yes, yeah. I think it's it's definitely um important. Um that's why I put it first because I think it's important and it's also um it's not important or it's not not important. It's it's <laughs> not like the number one thing for getting work, but it it can help in so many different aspects of your life. Um mm-hmm. like not just career-wise. It's just yeah. it's part of it, which is why I put it in, but it's also good for like even just like your mental health to have somebody that's like has similar interests as you it's just good to have people in your life yeah yeah definitely we have our little um we have a little group chat of artists on instagram and it just helps to like stay motivated and you know Mm -hmm. if you know one of you has an opportunity and like it's able to be shared that's you know really cool and really good yeah for sure you know there's a million different ways to meet artists, uh, like on our Instagram at Artwise Podcasts. Feel free to send us a DM. <laughs> but be friends with us. <laughs> yeah. Did you have anything else to add about the networking one? Um, no, I don't think so. No, yeah, it's definitely it's definitely easy to meet people online these days. Um, as long as you're, yes. you know, being safe about it. But yeah, if you if you find someone and you really like their art and you think it's cool, just like shoot them a DM. Chances are they'll probably respond. Um, and you can, yes. you know, have a conversation about what what your art differences are and how you get your hands to look a certain way when you draw them, that type of thing. But yeah, definitely uh, social networking is important. And yeah, it's 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 easier than you think to meet artists online and I it think really is to meet people especially now during you know pandemic times um yeah definitely meeting people online is, is a great way to go about it yeah everything is online right now so you won't even <laughs> be weird if you know you're messaging people and not wanting to meet them in person because you can just use COVID as an excuse even exactly. if they live right near you <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm All right, so the next thing I wanted to talk about, and this is something that helped me, like, so much more, it's crazy, so it's really been genuinely, like, life-changing for me personally, so I would recommend this to anybody. Um, Apply for any art jobs that you can find, anything that you're interested in and actually willing to do. Um, Yeah it's it's really like kind of crazy a lot of people like see art jobs and they think oh I'm not qualified for this I I wouldn't be able to do that they wouldn't hire me don't don't go into it thinking that because a lot of places um prefer someone without a lot of experience because they like to train you to work in the way that they would like if you don't have a lot of experience um yeah, you should, yeah, definitely, that's really good advice. Yeah, even if you don't have, you know, all of the qualifications, I mean, you should, you could, you should go, like, go for it anyway, just because you never know, you know, what they're looking for. Um, you never know. Yeah, and like you said, um, sometimes they'll like you to be trained a certain way. Um, and yeah, that's that's a really important thing. It's, you know, there are a lot of missed opportunities because, you know, you, you look at something and you think, oh, I, I can't do that. You're, you're limiting yourself by, you know, saying that um, every time you see something, you see an opportunity you think you'd like to do. I think as long as you're, you know, very passionate about something and an employer can see that in you, um, they will definitely train you and, you know, help you along the way. So, yeah, don't don't miss any opportunities. Um, if you want to, if it looks fun, if you think you'd enjoy it, if you think you might be good at it, um, yeah, just, just go for it. Totally. <laughs> Yeah, another reason also why, um, like, another reason not to worry if you don't have a lot of experience or if you're worried that you're not qualified, um, a lot of places not only, like, will hire you because they want to train you a certain way, but they will also hire people with less experience and, like, less, um, you know, 
training and, and qualifications um, because they want to pay you less, which I mean, that's not exactly like a great reason <laughs> to take a job is because it, it will pay you less. But the thing that's mm-hmm. great about it is, especially if you're young, is is you can always yeah. like work your way up and like get raises and get, you know, training and, yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, that's a good point. You'll definitely get better on the job and, you know, you'll get better through the job as well. And yeah, definitely. And even if you don't stay at that job forever, if they're not paying you very well, you've got something good to put on your resume. You have experience um, and maybe you're more qualified for your next job. So yeah. Exactly. Um, So I thought like, I would talk a little bit about my experience um, with like how I got my job because I honestly didn't really think it was something (laughs) that could happen (laughs) for me. So um, I currently like I'm at um, the company that my dad used to work at. I I got hired um, after he left that company. Um, But I I always wanted to work there because it's what my dad did. And he's always really um, liked um, working there. Like I said, I I, I work in sports. Uh, I do um, MLB and NFL apparel um, for fanatics and primarily Nike. And um, that's my job. Um, and I wanted to do that. Um, that was kind of like an, a goal, like a short-term goal for me after I graduated high school and kind of was put in a situation where I was not going to be able to get a bachelor's degree because I, I couldn't afford it. Um, so I kind of was like, okay, this is like my end goal is going to be like a job like this or this job um and I was just kind of looking for work and I remember as soon as I found out because I was actually like all set up to go to Ringling I was literally Mm -hmm. like I think I was even enrolled but I hadn't paid (laughs) so I was like about to go and then I kind of realized like the loans were not gonna happen I was not gonna be able to get enough money to pay for that school and I was just kind of like, okay, that really sucks. I'm very upset. What am I going to do now? And my first initial thought was like, okay, you wanted to go to school. You can't go to art school. What is the next best thing to art school? A experience, right? Yeah. So that was like my personal thought process behind it. And so the first thing I did, I think I literally just Googled like art jobs. And I remember I applied to be a um what are those things called like a balloon artist that makes like the balloon animals oh yeah that was one thing that came up I applied for that and I actually did get that job but I I never I don't think I ever worked there the job was offered to me but at the time I had already gotten two other job offers and I just never ended up actually like accepting the offer but that was one of the things I applied for not exactly like traditional art but I thought it was kind of fun and so that was one of the things I applied for um I also applied for um I have a theme park that um at the time I I um it was about probably about 30 minutes from where I used to live it's much closer to me now because I moved but um at the time it was about 30 minutes from where I lived and there was a theme park and they were hiring caricature artists so yeah that'd that'd be cool yeah so um there's a theme park in tampa called bush gardens and um they always have caricature artists who they just kind of chill outside and you can just go up to them and be like can you draw me and my family or me and my sister or just me or my kid or you know and you draw them as like this caricature and i thought that would be really cool and i was like oh that's dope i'm gonna apply for that And so that was one of the jobs I applied to. Um, There was also another job. Uh, It was painting with a twist. One of the teachers. Um, I applied for that too. And then I found, I think it was like the next day after I applied to like all those jobs, I found um, this job for a custom t-shirt shop. And it was like a graphic designer art associate And the job description was literally just, like, kind of to run the place. You do art for customers, but you also um, 
not only do you do like the actual artwork and, and stuff like that, but you also, you know, print the shirts and do the print processes and work with customers. And, you know, it was just that job was kind of a, a bunch of things. But I remember thinking, oh, my gosh, that's perfect, because they if I work there, I could learn Illustrator because at the time I had used Illustrator before, but I wasn't like mm-hmm. as um, well versed as I was with Photoshop, but they wanted someone sure. who knew Photoshop and Illustrator. And I was like, I know Photoshop. It's probably pretty similar. I can probably just learn this <laughs> as I go. So I just applied mm-hmm. for it. And uh, the next day I got an interview. And then a couple days later, I got a second interview. And then the day after that, they called me and they offered me the job. And I worked there for a year. And it taught me so much more than I ever would have thought. Like, it it was crazy. Um, I got so quick with Illustrator at that job because um, this is kind of unfortunate, but also really good because it made me really fast. Um, My boss would time us uh we weren't allowed to spend more than 15 minutes on a design for somebody that was only getting one shirt like if they were getting a bunch of shirts if it was like a two thousand dollar order we could spend weeks on it but if it was like small orders we were we were limited to like 15 minutes per design (laughs) yeah and i it made me really fast because i had to be Mm-hmm. so that was actually super helpful because then um yeah, I would probably picked it up pretty quickly if you're you know being forced to you got a time limit <laughs> yeah obviously at first I was slow and I remember like I got really close with with my manager too um mm-hmm. uh his name's Mike um and he I remember him telling me like you know I was a little worried when you first started working there because you told us you knew illustrator and you totally like didn't <laughs> <laughs> but you picked it up so fast and I was like I I know Adobe software I just don't know like everything but like honestly Mm -hmm. like if if there was a job that I really wanted and I needed to know InDesign I would probably just say I knew it because like I do I know InDesign not really I've used it like two or three times but (laughs) I could probably figure it out that's just how I feel like about everything art related it's just kind of like you know I'm not too concerned about it I will cross that bridge when I get there because at the Mm -hmm. end of the day if I don't know something I can learn it and you know if if when I get home from work I have to spend all night looking at YouTube tutorials trying to learn something so that people don't know that I lied on my resume then I will go ahead and do it (laughs) no the the funny thing about that is I have taken like InDesign courses and Illustrator courses um at like a college and yeah you probably know more about it than I do just based off of you know working with it because I I did take the the class and I did learn but I think learning on the job is a super valuable thing to be able to do and I think you'll definitely learn it and retain it better you know from kind of teaching it to yourself and learning it on the job um so I think yeah that can go both ways with yeah being on the job is really great (laughs) I would definitely agree with that not to like say like oh if you don't have um the opportunity to or if you have the opportunity to like go and take a class and Mm -hmm. learn illustrator through a class don't do it like I'm not saying that at all but it it, like taking a class about illustrator and InDesign is one thing but using it every single day 40 Mm -hmm. hours a week non-stop is is a something completely different and like I always tell myself every day I'm like man I know Illustrator really well I bet like I know everything and then the the following week I'll get a job and I'll be like geez this is going really slow and I'll like message one of my coworkers and be like how would you do this this is taking me forever my computer keeps crashing blah, blah blah and they're like oh just use just do this and I'm like I didn't even know you could do that and I see that like constantly (laughs) even on TikTok dude I'll be scrolling Mm -hmm. through TikTok and I'll see a video of of just like a little illustrator tutorial and someone will be like just control alt d and it does this and I'm like oh my god I didn't even know you could do that and I've used illustrator on a daily basis for like three years now (laughs) and I still learn new things like every day it's such a weird program Yeah, that's the funny thing about that program is there's just, there are so many little facets and like different buttons and different tricks you can do that you're, I I mean, you can be an expert, but I think, yeah, you're going to continue to learn things uh, every time you use it. So yeah, that's true. (laughs) 
Yeah. Um, but uh, anyways, yeah. Don't 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 think that just because you don't know everything, just because that you know you're looking through a job description and and you're like, oh, I don't know how to do this. Like, don't let that stop you. Because yeah. if you, you know, they might call you in for an interview and if they're like, do you know this? And you're like, no, but I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know this. Or you could even lie and just be like, I know it. And then just like <laughs> say, you know what? I really have to learn that now. Um, yeah, I'll, fi- well, but, um, I'll figure it out. That's your I'm encouraging people to lie. But like more often than not, <laughs> if you don't know something, you could be like, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know that very well, but I am a very fast learner and um, I will pick it up and I will learn it exactly how you want me to know it. Not, you know, how someone else taught me it. And that's something that's really valuable to a lot of employers. Um, Probably best to not lie, but you know, (laughs) I did it the one time and it kind of worked out for me. That's obviously like not going to happen for everybody. Don't lie about like big things like that. I knew illustrator. I just wasn't, very fast at it until probably mm-hmm. like the first probably about a month after I started working there is when I started to get really quick with it but I had only I, I wasn't like used to using it on a daily basis I very quickly got used to it though and like yeah. that's kind of the thing if you know other Adobe programs um like if you know Photoshop it's pretty easy to to learn Illustrator and vice versa. If you know Illustrator, it's pretty easy to make the move over to Photoshop. They're very similar programs. Um, That, yeah, that doesn't go for like, uh, what's another one? Um, Premiere? Premiere Pro. Premiere, that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's not to say it's similar to Premiere Pro because I I've been trying to learn Premiere Pro for like a year and <laughs> I just can't sit down. Like it's completely different. But you get what I'm saying. Like the Adobe yeah. applications are all very similar, and you know, even if you apply for a job and you don't hear back, but that's the kind of job that you want and it requires you to know Illustrator or Photoshop. Um, just look up a YouTube tutorial. And, and that is something that goes into my next topic, which is if there is something in your field or the field that you want to be in that you don't know how to do yet, make use of art tutorials, YouTube tutorials, YouTube videos, speed paint videos. They're all super great resources and actually do the Mm -hmm. tutorials, like follow along, work on demos. I know, um, Oh, back when I wanted to go to school for game art, I actually used to like, I, I downloaded Blender and I would sit there nice. and do Blender tutorials for like eight or nine hours at a time. And I would stay up all night doing them to make like, there's yeah. a guy who who has like a tutorial on how to make like a donut. Just do stuff like that. Yeah. And I don't know if this is, I mean, this is kind of related. I don't know if this is a future topic you have, but having, not having a degree doesn't preclude you from, from finding work. Um, Definitely knowing your craft and being good at your craft is, I think, what's going to be really important to employers. Um, I have a, a close friend of mine. Um, her uncle, uh, he dropped out of school, um, but he had the greatest portfolio, apparently. And now he he does, like, Call of Duty art. Like, he works with, you know, that those guys. And he, like, you don't, you don't need to have a degree to to find the best job. I think as long as you, you know your craft and you're good at what you do, um, if you have a good portfolio, you can definitely get just about anywhere um, within the art world of, of work. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's a very good point that, that ties into this. Because, um, and that's not to say that, you know, don't go to school, it's a waste of money. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. Um, I'm going to yeah. school. I mean, it's definitely... There are benefits, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. D- Diane's in school. I'm not in school right now. I would love to finish school. I financially, I can't right now. And, you know, I'm not going to let that stop me from, you know, pursuing artwork. Obviously, I'm already in a career that I, I really do love. And, you know, I, w- I wouldn't, I can't, I don't really see myself doing anything else for the foreseeable future because I, you know, I really do enjoy my job and I, I like it and I get to do art and I'm really lucky to be able to say that I, I can do artwork for money because not a lot of artists can say that. And it's really, you know, it's upsetting, but hopefully like these, these tips and things will help because honestly, like following YouTube tutorials and just making things from tutorials for your portfolio, uh, even if you follow a tutorial the whole time, um, you know, just switch it up a little bit wherever you see fit and then add it to your portfolio. And that just shows employers like, 
oh, they can, they know how to do this. They can do that. And you can, because you did it, even if you followed a tutorial. Yeah. Yeah. If you have the skills, definitely, yeah, that'll come through in your work. And that's, yeah, your portfolio is definitely something that's very important when it comes to that type of thing. Yeah, especially with career. Um, yeah. That's something, if you have the time to, like, um, obviously everyone's situation is different. I know, you know, a lot of artists have jobs that aren't art related at all. I, I worked at uh, a retail job for a year before I was like, you know what, this is not for me. I'm going to try and find, you know, art jobs. And I was lucky enough that that actually happened for me. And honestly, it was like the best thing that I could do for myself as an artist, because it did improve a lot of skills that otherwise I think would have been left uh, dormant. And I would have not, you know, had I not had that first job, I wouldn't know Illustrator right now and I wouldn't have been able to get the next job for me. So um, Mm -hmm. I just think that's just, you know, something I would recommend to anybody. Um, Even if, you know, you're in school, if you can find something part-time like that, it just, it it helps so much. Yeah, internships are also great. Mm -hmm. Uh, as well if you know like I said if you're in a place where you can afford it obviously don't take a job that's going to leave you homeless (laughs) you know (laughs) but uh you know it's always good to start somewhere work your way up internships are great if you're able to do that um obviously Mm -hmm. if you know you're not able to survive off of you know certain jobs like don't take them but yeah um, you can always work on the side towards, you know, what, what you want your end game to be. Exactly. Hopefully you'll have time. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. Um, but yeah, uh, YouTube tutorials, speed paint videos, demos, all kinds of stuff like that. Just watching them and following along is just really good for sharpening your skills, especially mm-hmm. if you aren't in the position where you're able to go to school. Um, As someone who couldn't go to school for art, I have spent a lot of time doing that. And honestly, I would argue that in some cases, like some of the tutorials that I've done, I I just can't imagine like school being any better. I mean, maybe it is, I don't know, I didn't go, but I've learned a lot from a lot of those tutorials. I mean, I know Blender really well for no good reason because I don't use (laughs) Blender at work, but I wanted to learn it. And so I watched a bunch of Blender tutorials and now I, you know, I can use Blender. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I I share your opinion with with art school. Um, Art school can be really amazing if that's the type of learner you are. Um, it kind of forces you to do, you know, to make art over and over again. Um, and, you know, that kind of in turn forces you to get better as an artist. Um, and, you know, it'll be it'll be better for, other, you know, others. It'll be bad for others. It just depends on, like, the type of learner you are. Um, and I think it can be beneficial. You know, it's it'll be nice to have a degree. Um, but, you, you know, you don't necessarily need one, which is something that I think is really great about, you know, this field. Um, I mean, if you have a good enough skill, then you're good to go. <laughs> and even if you don't, I mean, you'll learn and you'll continue to grow as you make art. Um, even if you're just, you know, like you said, working just a, a job that doesn't have anything to do with it. You can always just, you know, practice on the side and, you know, tutorials are fantastic and they're free and yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I think it's a little bit different for everyone. And yeah, I definitely agree. Tutorials are super great. Yes, definitely. And even even if, um, like, I personally, um, I am the type of learner that definitely does better in a school environment, even though I'm not in school. But, um, you know, not everybody's in a situation where they're, they're able to go to school, especially, like, you know, here in America. It's, yeah. just, it's just very expensive. Um, yeah, and sure. I just don't, I want people to know it's not like college isn't an end all be all. It's great to have. And if you have the opportunity to go, that's awesome. But, um, you know, at the end of the day, college is for learning and there's so many other yeah. ways that you can learn. And it sucks because sometimes you might have to force yourself to learn in a way that yeah. you're not used to like a YouTube tutorial, which I had to force myself to do 
I was Mm -hmm. like teaching myself other programs and other things that I just wanted to learn. Um, But, uh, you know, anything that you want to do is going to take effort. So, um, you know, yeah, it's it's not the end of the world if you can't go. It sucks and it's sad. And I was sad Mm -hmm. when I couldn't go. But, you know, there's Mm -hmm. ways around it. And at the end of the day, school is to get an education and to learn things. I know a lot of people go for the experience as well. Um, and that's pretty much the only thing that you really, you really can't get anywhere else is just the experience of like being in college or university or art school is the experience, but the education you can find elsewhere on YouTube and other platforms. Yeah. Um, The nice thing about school is that it just, it forces you to learn instead of that too. Self-control is kind of important if you're learning on your own. Um, but yes, yeah, definitely forces that into you, which is great. But it's, you know, like we said, it's not for everybody. So I don't know. Yes. Depends on the person. Yeah, that that as well. Um, so my my next thing on my on my little list is um, and this is uh, this is goes for any art career. Um, but I would specifically um, gear this more towards if you are trying to do art as either like a side hustle or your own business uh, or something like that, where you're doing either commissions or you're selling paintings or your work or things like that. Um, and this is just uh, present yourself as a professional. Um, even if like you don't feel like a professional and you don't have that confidence, um, just mm-hmm. make sure that, um, you know, you make yourself look like a professional. Even if you don't feel that way on the inside, I promise you it makes a world of difference. Oh, um, yeah. And what, what I mean by that is make professional-looking business cards to send out with commissions. Um, so I, I, you know what? On our Instagram for the episode announcement, I'm actually going to post a picture of my, my little business cards that I have. I, I love your business cool. cards. Thank They're you. They're awesome. Thanks. I love them too. They're so cute. So um, my business cards, I designed an illustrator and I made them to look like little mixtapes. And I just think they're super cute. Um, So the the front of my business cards, um, they just look like a pink mixtape with like a little rainbow stripe. Um, And they're they're pink and blue with like a little rainbow sticker uh, across the front. And um, I designed it so that it looks like there's a sticker on the front. Um, I didn't want to do handwritten because I felt like that was kind of, it just looked, I didn't like how it looked personally. Um, But um, I put like a sticker on the front and that says illustration and graphic design. And if you flip it to the back on side B, there's like handwritten, um, there's like my name, my phone number, uh, my professional email and my social medias in little sticker form at the bottom. Uh, and I just think they're super cute and they look really professional. I, I think I had them printed via Vistaprint, but there's a ton of places you can get business cards printed that look super nice. Um, mm. And that has helped me so much because people remember my business cards. Like, yes. I, 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 yeah, if you have really nice business cards that are really creative, like, please don't take my idea with the... But uh, um, if you have really nice, memorable business cards that people haven't seen before, like um, I went, I I go to conventions all the time because conventions are great. And that's another thing that I didn't put in in the list, but I'll I'll just insert it here. Um, If you go to conventions where there's artist alleys, I know like pre-COVID is a pre-COVID thing. Obviously, we're not doing that right now. But um, if you go to conventions where there's artist alleys, where there's a lot of artists and they have business cards, um, so like Comic-Con, uh, there's a, um, comic or not a comic book, a, um, a tattoo convention that happens in Tampa as well, where I live and I'm sure like it travels to other places. Um, but all these artists, um, will have business cards and I honestly, ones that I really like, I will like just pick up, even if I don't live anywhere near the artists and I'm not going to get a tattoo for them or if I, um, you know, just like the business card, I'll just like take one because obviously like that's what they're there for. People want you to take them and I'll be yeah. like, that's really cool. And just take them for inspiration. The the one that inspired my um, my little mixtape business cards is I went to um, the tattoo convention a couple of years ago and I saw there was this tattoo artist um, in Tampa and his business cards look like little Game Boy colors. 
Oh, uh, nice. And yeah, they're super cute. And I was like, I need to do something like that. And I was thinking, and I was like talking to my mom and I was like, I want to do something like that on my business cards because people will remember them and they'll want to keep them because they're so cute and like creative and interesting. Mm -hmm. And my mom was like, oh, well, you should do mixtape because you always like you have little mixtapes on like all your stuff and your stickers. And I was like, that's perfect. I love it. And I designed (laughs) them so that they looked exactly like how my aesthetic looks. So they're pink and blue and they have like I'll post a picture on our Instagram if you're interested in seeing what my business cards look like, but I just think they're adorable. And I think that they've helped me gain so much business. I honestly think that all of my commissions um, from like the past year have stemmed from people just falling in love with these business cards. Mm -hmm. Um, So having like really cute, creative, little um, well-designed business cards that people like to look at is, is something that I think is super important. That's like really helpful for getting commission work. But even if, you know, even if you're not doing commission work or freelance work or contract work or something like that as an artist, uh, they're good to have, even if like you work for a company, just because, you know, yeah, you never know who's going to need an artist and who's going to see a business card and and just like the business card. Um, So that's something that's that's important. Yeah, that's really important. I think, yeah, definitely like present making a good presentation of yourself um and you know being yourself and having like being your unique self will attract the customers that you want and the customers that'll like you so that's yeah that's really good advice for being professional and also being yourself are definitely very important things yeah exactly um and another thing that goes like hand in hand with being a professional um, is like make sure to try and use contracts um, when you're working with someone because it's it, mm-hmm. it works to your benefit. I know we've talked about this a little bit, but um, it'll work to your benefit as well as the person who you're working with is going to see a contract and either A, if they were trying to scam you, they will run the other direction if they see a contact contract, which kind of <laughs> sucks because you're losing work, but also they were never going to pay you anyways if they run the other direction. Yeah. So that's <laughs> a good thing. Um, and also the people that weren't going to scam you, they're like, oh, this is a professional. And now I have something in mm-hmm. writing that's telling me that they're going to, um, you know, give me work that they're saying they're going to do because artists aren't the only people that get scammed. I know people who claim to be artists who aren't, who scam people out of money all the time. They use other people's work saying that they're an artist and saying that they can make all of these things. And then they don't. And that's they just the make worst. money and scam it. Yeah, I've heard stories. I don't know anyone personally, but I've heard stories. I hate, I was just seeing this today. Like, if you comment on a Twitter post or something, if you comment on, like, a Twitter art post, something Mm -hmm. like, I would like this on a t-shirt, apparently they just, bots will find it and just make, steal the art and make their own products from it. I hate that. I hate how much art is stolen for commercial use. Yeah, that's... Ugh, I hate that. That's awful. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, contracts also um, make you look professional. Um, and if you're selling original works too, um, you can also, um, so like say you're a painter and you're selling original works, um, original paintings. Uh, when you give it to someone, you can also create like a certificate of authenticity, like from yourself that you can sign that they can keep with the artwork, you know, and that's like, Another thing that makes your art impressive, like even more impressive and professional is, you know, if you come up with like a certificate of authenticity, um, it just really makes people, you know, recognize like, oh, not only are you an artist, but you're a business person and you're professional and you're not going to screw me over and this is going to be a good business transaction and I'm going to have this thing, um, this art piece that's, you know, so valuable with you know, and it's authentic. It's like a real thing and it's authentic and it's good. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, If Um, you make a good impression on your customers, you'll also, I mean, they'll also spread the word about you. So that's, that's something that's important as well. Making a good presentation so that, you know, your customers will appreciate what you've done um, and appreciate your, your uh, professionalism, I guess. Um, and they'll spread the word about you. And that's, I think that's something that's important too, is making a good impression. Yes. Yeah, definitely. Especially if you're a freelance contract, um, artist type person and you're, you're not (laughs) like 
you know, you're not like working full time at a company, you're, you're contractually obligated to, to make art for someone, it's, it's really good to make a good impression because they can spread your name to other people. And that way you won't ever run out of work and you'll have a constant stream yeah. of income. Um, mm-hmm. So that's something that's important um, as well. Um, so uh, this, this is just another um, tip that I have. So um, make sure that if you have a job that's not art related, or if you're in school for t- full time, or even if you have a job that is art related, like mine, um, I personally think that it's super important to set aside time to um, always be working on like personal projects that you personally care about and feel passionately yeah. about. Um, and look, like I know that sometimes it feels like a waste of time to be working on personal artwork. Sometimes you're like, man, I'm exhausted from working all day. I do not want to do more work. Um, but personally, I think as an artist, even though sometimes it does feel like it can be a waste of time, um, it's it's really important to continue with it for self-expression and mental health reasons as an artist um taking a break is good if you feel burnt out but if you're the kind of person like me that kind of needs that sort of like creative outlet it's good for mental health and also um sometimes personal projects can become full-time projects and even become a source of income depending on who sees it so just keep that in mind it's never a waste of time if it's something that you want to do and you feel inclined to do it. And also it could, it could lead to a a source of income as well. Yeah, that's a good, that's, yeah, that's good advice. It, yeah, it can always turn, I mean, you know, practicing and using your skills, it can always turn into like prints or stickers. If you really like it, if you think it's something people will buy, you can always, yeah, your personal projects could definitely turn into something bigger. Yeah. Um, I actually, I I had this work that I was actually, I was making it as a banner for Comic-Con, but then obviously Comic-Con got canceled because of COVID and all that fun stuff. Mm -hmm. So I never actually got to use it, but um, I am planning on turning that work into a graphic novel. And I actually have um, the entire... Yeah, I, I'm I'm really excited about it. I, I had when I was making it, I had no intentions of turning it into something like that. But recently, the idea just kind of like jumped into my head, like, hey, you've always wanted to do this. And I know, like, you're busy, but you have no reason not to do it. And so I was yeah. just kind of like, you know what? Yeah, I should make a graphic novel. And I'm not on any sort of timeline. I'm not rushing myself to finish it. And I'm not really even making it to make money. It's just something that I've always wanted to do. And I really liked that um, that drawing that I had. Um, it's, it's on my Instagram. And um, I can also put it on the podcast Instagram as well. Um, you know, for anyone who's interested in seeing it, but it turned into concept art for a graphic novel, which I now have the entire oh, prologue the written the- for. Oh my gosh, was it the was it the one with the moon and the electrical lines? No. <laughs> I forgot I made I that. It's it's the one with um it's all these plant people. They're like flower with like baby heads and it's super detailed oh, yeah. and all the way at the bottom there's a girl with her cat. I think oh yeah yeah yeah, I know that one. It's kind of long, right? It's very narrow. It's a very tall drawing. Yeah. It's for a banner. Yeah, it was meant for one. a banner. Um, I got but you. Yeah, yeah that, that would be really cool. Yeah, that has since become concept art for a graphic novel. And, you know, I'm not, like, placing too much pressure on myself, but I'm actually really excited to do it. I've never done a project like that before. I'm going to start small. I'm going to do a little prologue that's going to be, like, a little comic book that probably isn't going to be more than 10 pages. But if I like it enough after the the prologue to want to continue telling this story that I've kind of already written and I have thumbnails drawn for it already and I haven't started yet, I think I want to do... Yeah, thanks. <laughs> I, I want to do more concept art for it because I'm not quite sure like which direction I want to go with the style because I yeah. am not the type of artist that probably should be doing graphic novels because of how insanely detailed most of my art is. I feel like it would take forever. But um, 
I really want to, so I think I'm just gonna do it. But uh, like yeah, I said, sometimes okay. you you make things with no intention of it being anything, and then one day you just decide to turn it into a project that could potentially be like a new stream of of income. You know? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's cool. Um, so yeah, uh, that's just an example um uh, of things that could happen. But like Diane said, you could do stickers, prints. Um, yeah. you know anything that could turn into to income and it's just personal work that that you just made because you wanted to and because you felt like it um mm -hmm. and my last tip of the podcast uh for this episode is um try and convey a positive attitude um at all times professionally and you know always associate yourself with people that have po positive attitudes about you and your work people that uplift you and not try and tear you down yeah i mean obviously constructive criticism is one thing but mm -hmm. you want to surround yourself with people who want to see you succeed and do good things and be this artist that you are striving to be um so you know e even if you feel like you don't believe in your work or you have a rough patch because all artists have rough patches where they feel like everything I they're know. making isn't good I'm going through one right now I think I go through <laughs> like like probably like once a month I go through like a week where I'm just like god everything I make is bad but <laughs> even if you feel like that and you feel like currently or sometimes you don't have confidence in your work um don't let potential customers know that like I just did I'm just trying to relate to you guys I yeah. am awesome really genuinely um <laughs> but having confidence and seeming like a professional um will make people more inclined to you know support you and buy work from you and it will make absolutely you know fake it till you make it I hate to say it but it's really good it's a really good it thing it is it works. I hate to say it too because it does not. It sounds like such a cop out, but it's genuinely like it, it's crazy how how much it, I believe in it. It's really great. <laughs> yeah, that's that's excellent advice. Yeah, I know. I agree with you. Fake it till you make it. It sounds cheesy, but it really it really will do you favors if you you know work on your presentation of yourself. If you have a good attitude, that's great advice too. Um, you know, people, if you're happy, if you're nice to people, they'll want to be around you more. Um, and yeah, it'll, people that will uplift you and surround you. That's, that's a great thing to have in your life. And I think that's a really important thing, not just in your career, but yeah, in your general life as well, to have people around you that support you and uplift you and, and help you when you need it. Um, yeah. 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 I mean, there's definitely, um, as an artist too, like, there's definitely going to be people that you are going to, you know, not want around because, <laughs> you know, sometimes people are just not the sometimes nicest. people are jerks. <laughs> yeah. Especially when it comes to art. Art art people can be very picky. And yeah. being an artist art is hard. Yeah. yeah. We've said it a million times on this podcast before. Being, being an artist is not an easy thing to be. But you know it's it's great if it's worth it if you, <laughs> yeah it's 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 hard but it's worth it and it's good if you let it be good if you allow it to be good and if you give it the 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 energy and the like ethic to be a good thing you know yeah yeah that's yeah that that's just great life advice just allowing something to be good can can really do you wonders yes absolutely it's it's just it's helpful it's good did you have anything that you wanted to add i know you worked at your um the art gallery for a bit oh yeah do you have anything um, to add about that um before, before I, we close off i didn't really talk about that because i don't have a lot of experience with galleries that's um, okay I'm a commercial but, artist. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, I guess just um, I I found that gallery job through my school. So if you if you do attend a school, it can be really helpful to to you know look at message boards, look at, at you know I found it as a flyer on a like pinned on a board. So it, and 
I mean, a lot of schools also have like depart whole departments for helping you find internships and jobs and different opportunities. Um, so if you're if you do go to school, definitely utilize that because that can be super helpful. Um, but yeah, my gallery job wasn't really all that interesting. I was just a receptionist. Um, I did like you know put the art up and take it down and paint the walls and stuff. But yeah, that was that was a really cool opportunity, and I think to this day my coolest job. Um, was doing that but yeah take advantage of of what you have if you are you know attending a school um, you can find a lot of good opportunities through the school itself so I don't know that's that's about it for me <laughs> yeah that's really good advice um, but yeah uh, if you guys are interested in a part two um, or not a part two this is a part two a part three uh, <laughs> for art tips um just let us know if you want um to give us like a little bit of like hey i need advice because about this certain you know part of my life as an artist um we will try our best to put something together for you <laughs> yeah send us um, questions like, for sure interact with us we we would love to you know give you our advice i mean i i don't know how hopeful i am but Kate definitely gives great advice, so. <laughs> oh, don't, don't put me up like that. I don't know if my advice is good or not. I've only used you it for myself. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I have a little bit of experience. Um, I wouldn't say a lot. I've, I've been in the field for three, oh God, has it been three years? Three years isn't a oh, lot man. by any means, but to me, it's like, geez, it feels like maybe like a year, but no, I, I've been in the field yeah. for three years. That's my experience from <laughs> three years. Um, you can probably ask somebody who's been in the field a lot longer. If, if you're really interested in, in more about uh, doing art as a career, I would highly recommend um, that you listen to um, episode seven. Uh, it's the interview with um, my dad, uh, Billy Merriman, art director oh, yeah, yeah. guy. Um, that has a ton of similar, but also like, probably better advice because my dad has been in this field for a lot longer than me probably like 30 years <laughs> 25 nice. to 30 years ish I don't know exactly the number uh he probably says it in his episode but um yeah if you think my three years of experience if you just listened to that and you heard like oh she's only been working in the field for three years god that's useless i will forget all of that uh don't mm -hmm. just listen to this episode seven and and take that advice <laughs> because uh, um a lot of it's really good really useful um and this is kind of a similar episode uh but yeah yeah um so that being said um thank you guys so much for listening uh, we yes, super, super appreciate it. Um, rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts if you're listening on Apple Podcasts because that really helps us out. Um, and, you know, uh, if you have any questions, any thoughts for us, any episode suggestions, if you want to be a guest mm -hmm. on the podcast, uh, feel free to message us, DM us on Instagram, show us your work, um, whatever you want to do. We're very easy to talk to. We're nice people. We won't, like, bite you or anything. <laughs> um, <or be> <laughs> our instagram is at artwise podcast um we do episode updates behind the scenes stuff um i'm gonna be posting pictures of my business cards and also um whatever else i said i was going to <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah um thank you guys so much for uh listening this episode and uh we will see you next monday all right bye everybody Bye, everyone. Bye.